Watch the skies. Watch the skies. We're just out here in the podcast factory putting together the IKEA furniture of podcasts. Paint by numbers over here. Today, Mainstream Podcast proudly presents Kino. F- the Kino of Experimental Music, otherwise known as. I don't know. Ambient music. <laughs> We're keeping it old school, girls. Oh, this is this has been the hardest episode ever for us to start. Because it's good. We, uh, this has been the hardest episode ever for us to start. We've been trying to start for okay, fifteen. Okay. Um, put the put the microphone up to the bed. Right now. You're listening to the sounds of furniture. Why furniture, do you ask? Because today we're going to talk about ambient music. Or as Eric Satie would say, furniture music. Well, you know, Kale, you know the, um, the origin of ambient music, don't you? Uh, yes, um... It was made by a French guy who um, who slept for 2.26 hours and then fucked his sister, I think. <laughs> yeah, but also, there was a geezer who got hit by a black cab in New York City and was taken to hospital. He was in hospital. And one of his mates in it brought him a CD, what he put on... Two- a bloke did. He put the CD on so quiet... That the geezer couldn't hear, but fuck all. And that geezer woke up, and he said, "This is the newest, best <laughs> genre of music. This is the best genre of music what will ever be, or my name isn't Brian Eno." And that was how ambient music was brought into this this cursed shit trench called the Earth. My, uh, I think I've shared this anecdote before, but my one uh, teacher at my high school who thought me and my friends were cool because we played cool music at the at the school at the coffee house, he gave me a copy of Music for Airports, and I didn't listen to it, and I gave it back. And I said, <laughs> I don't care about that shit. <laughs> he was like, you really need to li- listen to this, and I was like, well, now I'm not going to. <laughs> So Which that's pretty that's, much describes your relationship to music. That's on that. High school teachers like ambient music. That means it's not cool. He thought he ate. <laughs> he thought he ate. But I said, sis, your wig is flipped. <laughs> Wait, another anecdote. The the high school teacher that I'm talking about, um, he used to smoke weed with Matt Smith. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> that's bringing it all yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, ran, I ran into Matt, and he was like, oh, you know this guy, like, I used to be friends with him. We used to, like, hang out and smoke weed. <laughs> that rules. And I'm not from here. I'm from Alliston. We should also mention off the top, um, 
December 6th, a Wednesday, not a Thursday. We're going to be at, back at Dundas Video for Mainstream 7. It's the last show of the year and the last show until uh, late March. Um, if you but, think about it, Jesus died. He rested for three days. We're going to rest for three months. Then we're going to come back. We're going to rest the live show, but we're going to be here potting at you uh, every month. And if you could tell, when we don't have a show to present, the pod is way better. The pod's on <laughs> 10. Uh, the boys get cooking. Uh, and you think we're going to cook harder? You think we're ever going to cook harder than we will in the middle of February? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. What was it Mallarmé said about February? He said that what? that shit sucks. No. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. He's a poet. I don't read that shit. Anyway, Mainstream 7, uh, D Out Hit. Garden of Magic. And Naomi McCarroll Butler. Um, a new friend of the pod. I'm not familiar with her work. I got to play with Naomi in Belleville and... Naomi rules. I'm really, I'm really excited to um, to see her play. Shout out Belleville. Shout out Diana. Shout out Ted. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So come through and check that out. It's gonna be your last chance to see me before my hair grows back in. Uh, Old Max tight cell for now. (laughs) We are gathered here today to present the work of. Local Toronto ambient label, Imaginary North. All the stars are here. <laughs> uh, Imaginary North was founded by Daniel Field, a.k.a. Kilometer Club. Also a high school teacher, to bring it, different high school teacher, but to bring it But he does not there. smoke weed. Obviously not, he would never. He is a good man. He plays a guitar. Yeah, with many, many pedals. He actually played his guitar with many pedals at the first ever mainstream show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Alumnus. OG. So. You could even say we inspired him to (laughs) make a label. Well, I think actually that day he had just broken a million plays for one of his tracks. So, What does Brian Eno have to say about that? Not too fucking much. (laughs) Your silly cap's on way too tight. No, my silly cap's on sideways right now. Uh. Shout out Easter Egg if you know me. You probably don't. Because I won't let you get too close to me. <laughs> I say, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> um, we're having real trouble focusing. Maybe if we play some ambient music, we'll, we'll become extremely productive. Here's a couple of tracks for you. Thank you. 
Jesus. You're listening to 432 Hertz FM MSTR in the morning. <laughs> uh, so a little bit of background about how Kale and I did this. Um, Daniel at Imaginary North was gracious enough to give us access to much of the catalog. And we kind of, well, I anyway picked and chose um, based largely upon the album artwork and titles and dumped a bunch of the records onto my phone. Kale, as he said earlier, kind of speed ran the... Yeah, I just kind of, I went through, not alphabetically, but chronologically, said, what's this, is this good, is this good, boom, picked out all the ones that I really liked. But uh, via both of our methods, um, uh, Naira River uh, gave us both pause. Kale and I had... We both uh, chose this track as one of our selections for tonight. We'd both chosen Enter the Falling Temple. And uh, and then Kale had also chosen... I had chosen a different track called Glaze Riser. And let me tell you about that song. <laughs> Just so, to say, Ni- uh, Naira River, definitely a crowd pleaser for us. I kind of liked the um, the use of what sounded like various different samples, distorted and pitched and kind of played um, very elegantly against each other. First of all, this song is like two songs. That's not fair. How are you going to have an eight-minute long song and it's two songs? That are well, this is actually long? on that record that we were on. Um, is it from the... Uh, full disclosure, we are also on... We have a couple of tracks on Imaginary North. It was Today Into Tomorrow, which we've talked about before on this pod. It's like the 24-hour uh, record, which was, I thought, a very cool project. Mm-hmm. Um Imaginary North is often doing these weird ways of approaching the record. So that explains why it's like a couple of different movements. different movements in the same track. There's something satanic about that, I think, trying to be like, this is what time is. <laughs> Instead of, well, you could, I, you know, if it was two separate tracks, one after another, it'd be like, this is what this moment's like. And then this what this is what this moment's like four minutes later. But to codify it and be like, no, this always happens next. That's kind of satanic. Uh, I definitely see what you're trying to say. Uh, also, don't they know that we are all time knowing itself? They should think about that. Just a little bit. So one thing that I noticed when I was speedrunning the catalog is that, and I guess it's something I've noticed in real life as well, is that when you listen to any type of ambient music, there's like, you know, 95% chance you're going to hear some bird sounds. <laughs> and I heard a lot of bird sounds last night when I was listening and I kind of set myself up with a rule that said, I'm not going to choose any bird sound tracks. Fair. But, I mean, I guess it, it did work out that way in the end, but I did have to choose my my Naira River track that got cut from the selection did have bird sounds. And I said, well, it's a good track. So bird sounds acceptable. <laughs> the next track in this three pack is, I'm going to say season, but it's spelled all caps S-X-X-N. The track is form. Uh, Kale had this funny riff that like uh, people who listen to and make ambient music are just interested in producing soundtracks, cinematic soundtracks to their life. And that was definitely my experience listening to these things. And when all of a sudden I was listening to a track and I was like, oh, my life is cooler now. Uh, (laughs) Then I would like take a screen cap of that and write it down in my little notebook later. Uh, Like William Gibson said, uh, the the Walkman re-territorializes the city. Um, but so I, what I would say is that ambient music is for people who say, my life a movie, but the movie is commuting to their office job. That's what I said. <laughs> that just wanted I was, to make it I sound nicer. or sound a little bit. Yeah. Cleaner. 
Um, uh, I really like that plaintive uh, tone high in the mix on this track, and then the little orchestral figure wheeling in the in the lower part of it. Good life soundtrack. That's why I chose that one. Yes. Uh, then the last in the three pack is a track by Absence. God damn it. It's called As Eyes First Open. And it's actually uh, remixed by Kilometer Club. That one grabbed me because it sounded like uh, someone playing the Blade Runner soundtrack inside the great Deku tree for all the, for all the heads out there. <laughs> you know what I mean if you've heard it. Uh, I also, I think people who take field recordings, and I count myself among them, eh. know the meditative rewards of doing so it is one of those things that's very difficult to translate especially when attached to music despite it being a trope of ambient music and i do feel like this mix um brings in that wavy wash and then complements it well with the arrangement and the uh sound design i'll i'll bring it up again i think for the second time on this podcast luke ferrari i think his name is the piece that he made on the beach or whatever, where he won an award for this piece that was so good, the sound recording field or field recording piece. Um, there was a lot. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe how you layered this 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 music concrete. It's it's incredible. Like, how could you ever come up with this?" And he says, "Well, I just stuck the mic out the window."
back on C98.7 MSTRM. You made that joke last time. Yeah, I know, but I used a different call sign this time. Think about it. You're, you're really Andy Kaufman. Hey, I... You're into the aesthetics of failure. Is what it is, man. First up in the three-pack, Grace Scheel. Quickly becoming a regular to the pod, Grace Scheel. Friend of the pod. Friend of the show. Uh, but pretty new to the Toronto scene, I think, putting in a lot of work. Um, this... <laughs> Not from Schaumburg, Ontario, as I thought. From Schaumburg, Illinois. <laughs> um... Kind of giving like a, a bedroom or Callie Malone or something like that. That kind of like intimate recording quality, very patient repetition of the of the phrasing. Uh, type of vibe. Yeah, but no harp. Pretty clicky. Not a harp this time. Pretty yeah. clicky. I don't. It's hard for me to tell how she would have done that. I kind of expect there was. It was more analog than MIDI. That's for sure. Hmm. But that's my guess. What did I know about Love's Austere and Lonely Offices? We know that we know nothing at all because we're smart. According to Erica Badu. Think about it. I feel like what about Erica Badi Baddy you? Okay, we have to start again. That's why Andre three thousand made that music like that. It's we're too comfortable. That's the problem with this music that we're listening to. It's relaxing us. Uh Grace Shield. With her track tilde 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 etc., I th- I feel like it's a uh, is it a tilde? Looks like a tilde. Yeah. yeah. It's it, if you know Kale's Instagram handle, it is to however many likes as uh, Grace Jill's title is to tildes. One septillion tildes. Couldn't play the whole song. It's on that record uh, today into tomorrow, which I highly recommend you go and check out. It does. It does run kind of long though. Yeah. I'd say that record. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a bit it's a bit tough to digest all at once. Funny for that. Yeah. Hmm. Tell me about the second track. That was the one that I chose, and I was like, when I heard this song in my speed run, I texted Ben immediately. I was like, aha, someone fucking gets it. They put the CD sounds in it. They understand. Well, this also, this kind of works for both the tracks. See, for me, real ambient music, Blade Runner, Vangelis, Memories of Green, fucking nice piano with annoying video game sounds in the back it needs to have annoying sounds in it for it to be good you think when that's Brian, why you like relaxer exactly that's the best type or vladislav delay it's like what the fuck's he doing back there like let's give us your nice pad and then what the fuck are you doing in the background you think when brian ito was fucking laid up in the hot in hospital uh you think the record he had was just like one synth note one one textural synth drone or do you think it was like some fucking rock music that was just turned down too low. And he's like, what the fuck are they doing? Think about it. That's me cooking. Fucking mic drop. <laughs> and that will not get cut. Okay. <laughs> and what's the guy's name who did that track? Uh, this is uh, the audio. No, it's not Audio Recording Club because that's a different band. It's the Radio Room Recording Company. And the track Snopes. That's yeah, a good track. Which also he's a real old head. True. Think about it. And then this last one is, uh, th- this last one in this three-pack is The Missing Note. The title of the track is Symphony featuring Jehan Bastoni, or Gian Bastoni. Jean, maybe? Yeah. Sorry, we're botching your name. Jehan. 
but uh, I think they have a record coming out actually Friday, which may be the day this pod releases. So you can go check Imaginary North for that. But I believe you. I I like this one. It's heavy. I like a heavy ambient. Um, I like the kind of like horn choir confection they have going on. Yeah. It's it's heavy, sweet, almost maudlin, which is a sort of uh, quality that I look for in my music. Music. Yeah, if music's not sad, what's the fucking point, bro? Why don't you go... If music wasn't sad, if you don't want to listen to sad music, why don't you go be happy and do something with your life? Why don't you go be an entrepreneur? Exactly. What, hey, the hustlers hey, must watch. Hey, why don't you go start a multi-level marketing scheme, all right? We don't need your energy around our music. If you had things to do in your life, you wouldn't be listening to music, would you? You'd be listening to podcasts.
couple tracks for you here on 67.9. No, stop that stupid joke. So we just heard two tracks here. First was from Drop Table, the song Agate, Agate, Agata. It's probably Agata. That makes the most. That's like a name. Like yeah, but Agata has an H and an A at the end. Agate is a type of rock. Yeah, but if you're talking about names, spelling is irrelevant. Think about it. My name starts with a C. That's a Why? big if, sweetie. And, and the second track, I also don't know how to pronounce the name. It was um, it was a collaboration between... It could be Uche or Uche, 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 Ux. U-U-X-E. Why don't you comment, rate, and subscribe how you think that <laughs> word should be said? <laughs> so it was a collaboration between them, um, Shan Shan, and Kilometer Club. Big friends of the Big yeah. friends of the pod, friends of the show. A couple of guitar tracks for you. I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of like guitar-based ambient music, but it does offer something interesting because usually to make ambient music with the guitar, you have to play it in a weird way. Like I used to play it just like rubbing my fingers on the strings rather than picking. Just to like, you know, like Kevin Shields is say, I don't, I don't have a bunch of distortion pedals. I just have a bunch of EQ pedals when I make my music. I'm just trying to take the attack out of the, uh, the pick attack out of the sound. That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, and I myself kind of just noticed the engineering quality of both of these tracks. I, I kind of like all the noises the the instrument makes as opposed to, you know, the tone or the signal or whatever. Well, it's very jammy. That song, the last song was, it sounded like a big like group jam, and I like that. And I did find myself wondering how they made the track. Having worked with both artists, uh, Shan Shan and Kilometer Club, I kind of expect it was an email style collabo which really yeah doesn't well if, if that's doesn't true, give I'm that impressed. yeah yeah big same it's not giving um okay so we're gonna leave you with the track that kale and i did with our buddy john who we berated on the last episode cool johnny c and uh just a reminder to come check out our final show of the year and the last until march um, we're going to have a show at a new secret location in late March. Uh, at least that's the plan. And we're going to be Shh, announcing even bigger things. We're going to be even happier bunnies come March. Big things. Calming. Um, this last track's called Mood Assimilation. Come check us out December 6th. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Thanks for laughing.
Thank <laughs> you.
Okay, for last of all, I just want to do a big shout out to myself for fucking putting Metal Gear Solid gunshot sounds into the 24-hour ambient album. It's not a big deal. Doesn't sound like burial at all. Just to catch people sleeping. I've never listened to burial before. <laughs>